Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black's Friends with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo. Full furnace. We back, baby. Did you miss us? Did you miss me? I know you did. I know you did. I'm back. <laughs> I, I feel like we owe apologies. Last week, nothing went out. It was just silence. Just very poor. On our behalf, so and do you know, we actually to... had we actually had mandem like I say mandem. We had one one don actually be like, "Yo, where's where's yeah. the episode, man?" I need my fix. I was like, was... "Yo, man, like Sean, come on." It was bad. So actually, apologies as opposed to have you missed me? Have you missed me? No performance issues. It happens sometimes. It happens. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> so many no, so... with that boy. Some sometimes the chest of life, you know. So I've heard. So I've heard. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I had to fill that in there. You know like myself up. <laughs> I didn't have to because anyone who knows me knows me. Fans <laughs> <laughs> condoning the sin. <laughs> no disgrace, from disgrace. Amen. <laughs> All right. Who's in the hot seat this week? I think I, th- I think we should shoot one for each because we weren't here last week. So I think we should just free for all. One, one, one. You pick someone, okay. you ask them a question. Okay, who's cool. going first? I think Robert should go first. Okay. Um, so my question can be for Moses this week. Okay. Okay. So Moses, you know how people like to say that, you know, you don't really have to be following the Old Testament laws anymore because mm. Jesus came and he came and he accomplished. So anything that's not specifically talked about in the New Testament that was talked about in the Old Testament, is that then okay to do? Oh, so like if the Old Testament stipulates you need to do X, you need to do Y, Um but yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so, so, um, so like, like how in uh, in the Ten Commandments, one of them was yeah. that's that's um, that's not commit murder. Yeah. Doesn't really talk. It doesn't really talk about not committing murder in the New Testament. Yeah. So, is it now okay to commit murder? Do you know what the, the the way that I would answer that question is by approaching it in a slightly different way, and um, it, it may it may come across quite quite um heavy handed, but it it's it's only the sinful mind that will ask, what can I get away with? And a mind that has, and the heart that has been captivated by grace that will ask, how can I live in appreciation of? And so I, now I know that sometimes we would like to know where the line is and blah, 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 and this and that, and that's, that's, that's natural. Um, but not natural from from a from a godly perspective because i i believe fundamentally when we're impacted by the gospel our our hearts change or our hearts start shifting away from 
what can I get away with more so towards look at all that God has given me how can I live in appreciation of this and so it no longer we no longer think of what can I what can I do and still get into heaven but we more so start thinking of how can I live in appreciation of what God has done for me how can I live in a way that glorifies God um now these we can, these can be like articulated in different ways um and I think it's and the reason I put it so strongly, it, it, for some people it may not be strong enough, um, but the reason I put it in, in this way is that I've had many conversations with people who around once saved, always saved. Um, and they're like, oh, so what if, if you're saved then I, I kill someone and as soon as I kill someone, I get run, run over by a bus, am I still going to heaven? And I was just like, so essentially you're trying, you're still trying to find loopholes. And in that you're hot, like you haven't really wrestled with what, what grace means and what what that the gift that God is giving you and what you are now living in, you're still working from a position of work-based righteousness. And that's that's where when you're like, what commandments do I need to live by? Arguably you could be coming from that position. And so it's no longer what do I need to do or what do I have to do, but how can I live in a way that glorifies God? First Corinthians 10 31, I believe, whether you eat or drink, do everything to the glory of God. And so it's very much around how can I live in a way that glorifies God? If not killing glorifies God, let me do that. As, as much as the temptation may, may be there to kill, I don't know your life. Um, let me live in a way that glorifies God. As much as the temptation may be there to step out on my marriage, let me live in a way that glorifies God. As much as the temptation may be there to watch porn, let me live in a way that glorifies God. Knowing that even when we fall, grace still abounds. But shall we sin that his grace may abound? Certainly not. But when we do fall, his grace does abound. Um, so now, what happens if you're just, sorry, just quickly. Yeah. So what, what if you're not looking for a loophole, but you're asking like a genuine question or, or something? So, like, so, so like if it was a question around, something i know the first, first, thing, first thing that comes to mind is um like is it okay to give head if you're a christian so, something like that so again it, <laughs> um that boils down to is it within a marriage if it is within a marriage then there's a totally different context um but again it, it's it, it boils down to um the, the two greatest commandments as Jesus says everything is kind of drawn into that loving God with, with your all and love your neighbor as yourself um, in, in within a marriage context if a sexual activity is mutually agreed then it's cool um, if it isn't imposed or if it isn't like one person is demanding it or whatever but there is a genuine there's a genuine like mutuality within that decision then i believe it's cool and so long as it doesn't involve somebody else or <laughs> another living thing um then it's cool so that's 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 kind of where i'll draw the line it does okay. leave it does leave things like wide open and there is some wisdom in being able to navigate different things but and, I, and i'll also say like learning to lean on on God's spirit to be able to like listen to when he's 
prompting you to know I don't do this, blah, blah, stuff like that. Or yeah, this is, this is permissible. Um, Cause again, it's like some people, some people would say you can't drink, you can't, you can't drink alcohol. Um, other people would be like, yes, you can. Um, for, for whatever reasons. And both would argue that it's like their stance is biblical. Um, point, point in the different scriptures and stuff. But again, it's like, are you, can you genuinely say that I am, I'm doing this to the glory of God? If that conviction isn't there and you can say that, then yeah, I, I would leave you to it. Okay. I'm happy with that. Mm. Peter. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, yeah, I think uh, as initially Mo said, I think the question betrays a lack of, a lack of understanding of the kind of relationship God wants. Mm. Um, it's not one of follow these laws because that's what lawyers do. And that's yeah. what, you know, rich people do is, okay, so there's tax evasion and then there's tax avoidance and tax avoidance isn't really bad because tax avoidance is working within the law and doing all of these things so I can buy this $2 million watch and because it's for appearances, the business cost, I'm not paying tax on it. But um, there's tax evasion where I'm just not paying taxes and because I don't know how to get around the law, I am breaking it. And so I think Yo. it... Hey, also, crazy, can I bro. can I just say it's not just rich people that do tax evasion? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it, rich people do tax avoidance, where they're doing it within the realm of the law, within the remit of the law. It's unfortunately maybe not even rich people; it's uneducated people, not uneducated, but uneducated on these things that do tax mm. evasion, where they're just not paying, um, and then you're breaking. And it's like that relationship with a tax man is one in which you've given me the laws. How can I find my way around it? But the relationship we have to God is one where God is saying, I love you. Mm. And then our response to that can't be, okay, so what can I get away with? Or what's this? And, and I appreciate you guys went further and talked about head, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with Mo's question. And if I can throw, if I can throw my question next. Mm. So my question is to Robert. So Robert, this is something that I've thought about before. I've recently been thinking about again, not necessarily thinking about, because I'm actually quite satisfied with my answer, but I'm curious to hear what yours would be. And the question is, what if Christians are wrong? <laughs> burn, baby, burn. <laughs> um... What if Christians are wrong? If Christians are wrong, then we're wrong. <laughs> um, and I think, and when I say that, I mean that, you know, we have, we have um, followed, or like we've followed the law of God, believing in God, because we believe that he is real and that he has promised us eternal life. And so we've lived our way in, in a good way. And, and to be honest, living living life the christian way for the most part like you don't lose anything from like living a good christian life mm -hmm. like you might not smash as many babies as you might want to you might not have as much money in your bank account because you're paying tithe um, <laughs> but like but like for the most part if you're like doing life the way a christian should do you should be at peace with the life you've lived mm. Mm. and 
and like we live in a society that kind of likes to flirt with following Christian ways without following Christian ways all, 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 the, mm. um, all the way. Mm. Um, so it's only things like our stances on things like abortion and maybe homosexuality and, and that kind of stuff where we differ, but for the most part, an upstanding citizen will live a Christian lifestyle. So I don't kind think we it, lose. Yeah. 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 So like so so like I don't think we lose anything from um from ugh, I say we don't lose anything. If it turns out that that it, it, Islam is the way and then we didn't follow Allah and then we end up in hell, then you know speak for us. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but at least we had a, a few good years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you get me. Yeah. yeah. Um if it turns out that there's nothing after after death, then we won't be around to, to worry about. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's no, that's 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 pretty much the conclusion I've come to as well. And even with Islam, it's like it stinks a little bit less because I know I'll be wherever you know I'll be in hell with other Muslims that Allah just decided on the day they're not qualified. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be cool. Like you did it, you were good, but you know he he was uh he wasn't he wasn't happy on that day because that's what he says he can do whatever he wants um and you know the quran i think says that he can uh literally just decide yeah you know you're not you're not good enough today so sorry so yeah yeah no cool i'm happy with that yeah um, no i like that as well and i think the caveat for me would definitely be the consequences of our mistake mm. um mm. if if it's a case of um, atheism being right and there is no God, which is highly um, unlikely. But if there, if there is no God, then in, living a, in striving to live a Christian life and tapping into whatever we're tapping into and living by whatever we're living by and living in a, trying to create a society in which we're, we're loving our neighbours as we love ourselves, um, even if faith isn't like is wrong or mm. it wasn't built on anything, then we haven't really lost. We haven't no. really lost out. No. Um, yes, there there may have been things that we haven't we weren't able to do, um, but for the most part, um, the 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 stuff that we weren't able to do would have arguably done us more harm than good. Yeah. Um, but if it's a case of Islam or Bud- Buddhism or something else that was the way forward, then it's like, well, damn. Well, even with Buddhism and like Hinduism, they they're more karmic, aren't they? They're more your karma, and yeah. Christians will always have good karma by yeah. default. And it would be a yeah. case of it would be a case of even in re- reincarnation and stuff, yeah. like that almost never ending cycle. Um, but there's but the um, if if it is another like totalitarian sort of re- religion where there is a consequence for getting it wrong, mm. um, then it's we're we're just gonna have to hold that L. Yeah, we're yes. gonna have to hold that L, and it's and it, the thing that makes it even more unlikely in my books is the claims it comes back to this argument that the claims of Christianity are so unique. Yeah. They're so unique that mm. if in like 
I can I can say for myself now, if any other religion that relies on my effort to get me into into paradise or whatever is right, even if I was there, the likelihood is I'm not getting into paradise. Mm. Like mm. the likelihood is I'm not getting there because from like as much self discipline and stuff that I I can have, I am going to slip on a daily basis. Yeah. So yeah, like it's the likelihood is I'm not gonna make it to paradise. Good question. If reincarnation was real, what race would you want to re- reincarnate into? And would you want to reincarnate back into a man or would you want to reincarnate into a woman? <laughs> this is a dangerous question. Wow. <laughs> um But the, the thing is, reincarnation isn't always just into humanity. Okay, but well, for this example, let's just say it's, it's... You're coming back as a goat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well, let's say we're reincarnating as humans, following like, so it's 2021 now, so let's say in, in like 10 years we'll reincarnate, so it's 2031. So we're assuming reincarnation without any prior knowledge of the life we lived, just yes. reincarnation again. Yeah. Um, mm. Then it wouldn't it wouldn't matter because this choice this choice would be would be mute. But this choice would be mute. But the question is, what what if about any other race? Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. any other race? Would I want? To? And the thing is, so part of my racism is going to come out now because I don't actually think like. I think white skin is a bit more fragile than black skin. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be white. Because particularly, you know, we, we used to believe, well, I say we used to believe in Ghana, we didn't use sunscreen. And I thought, you know, because we're black, so we don't need sunscreen. Mm. I know apparently that's not true now. But even with karate, even with karate, like, you know, I I don't bruise because mm. I'm so dark. I don't bruise. But you know, my white my white friends or my Indian friends, they bruise so bad. So it's like, even then, I don't think I'd want to be Indian or um, Indian or white. Maybe, m- maybe I'd want to be like Alaskan because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's not necessarily a race though. But like, when I say Alaska, I mean, I don't know if it's Alaska, the people that live in igloos. Mm. Antarctica. Antarctica, them, them folk. Because I feel like them folk must be hard. Like you have to be hard. If you're living in you're living in ice, you have to be hard. <laughs> I so wanna be like, Japanese. Ah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there's that as well. <laughs> I'd yeah, be but, that as well. but you know what? I don't think being Japanese is as as, as good as we think it would be, you know. I think it's fetishizing to some yeah, extent. I, I think so. <laughs> um from for me it's more so to do with like um tradition and um, heritage and cultures and stuff. Um, again, it may be, it may be like fetishized or whatever, um, but I've, I've always really wanted to. So most of the philosophies and stuff that I really vibes with yeah. come from the East. Even the notion of like Ikigai, mm. um, the samurai Finding philosophy. Finding work, yeah. Yeah, yeah like work all, all of those stuff. notions come from, the, come from the East. And it, it very well may be a case of I vibes with it more because i'm in the west and i'm in a culture that is so counter mm. that 
that that is appealing to me. But if I was from that culture, I'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. Um, but just to be able to grow up in something that I, I vibes with so much. It's, right it's now. like all things, yeah. It's like all things where there are aspects of living in the West that you know people really want to come here and we yeah. are like we take for granted or yeah. you know it's normal to us so it could very well be the same for that where they're used to it and and it's normal for them yeah but yeah yeah that's interesting Robert what about you you definitely I, want to come back as a woman isn't it? trust me yes I do yeah I know just so I can experience orgasms as yeah, a woman <laughs> I know exactly why you were going to say that as well because yeah. they look like because they look like having a good time <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> and I think country wise probably Latin America. You want to be a Latino. You want to be a Latino. You want to be Jennifer Lopez. That's it. Hey, Mama Sita, I'll hear it. Come on. <laughs> Even Shakira, you know. Woman Man like wants to come back as Shakira. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, just because South American cultures, I like the like family, their family culture. Yeah, and do you, do you know what? the reason that I am I am hesitant about coming back as a woman is I am so privy to or I'm becoming more and more aware of like just the dangers by virtue of being a woman. Oh no, for me, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But for me, it's even just um, pregnancy and giving birth. I don't want to do that. They don't I have to be to your body, your choice. I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's twenty. It's twenty thirty one. You don't know how 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 much everything would have advanced, but it's like even speaking to gems, um, and I was saying just how impressed I am. And this this may hopefully this doesn't sound sexist, but how impressed I am um, whenever I see females doing jobs that historically have been like reserved for men, um, <laughs> like. like female construction workers or female delivery drivers, stuff like that. I'm like, wow, like... Wow, you guys can lift bricks. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's them ones where it's like, it challenges my stereotypes. It challenges the notions that I have held. And I see someone flying in the face of the norms that I have held. And so I'm like, like that's dope. Um, but then I also think about, especially like delivery drivers and stuff, and even like Uber drivers, um, Uber, Uber Eats drivers as well. I was talking about like the dangers that, would be lurking and you just going to someone's house and dropping stuff off when mm. you don't know who's there. And she was like, there was a um, a survey that was conducted in America and they found that it was more dangerous for a woman to receive shopping from delivery drivers than it was for a woman to deliver them. Interesting. Even from like postmen and stuff where it's like women- That have, makes sense. Women have, have reported like, um, being flashed um like sexual assaults and stuff and like with delivery drivers and stuff and even postmen recognizing like at what times are the women alone at home and blah blah mm. blah and like coming at those specific times and making advances and i'm like these are things that i never considered yeah never considered and i'm like literally just by virtue of you being born a woman the risk factor increases yeah and i think i think for, i think as guys the only time where it might even come into our periphery is when we have daughters that mm-hmm. age that 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 we don't want to be leaving alone or trying to yeah. look out for because of what we know other guys can do 
my question. Oh, this this is a very nice segue into my question. And like I'm I'm throwing my question out to both of you. Um how do we navigate the old testament stipulating that a man who rapes a virgin and is found out should marry her and is not allowed to divorce her because essentially it's saying the woman has to live with the person who caused her trauma mm. so for me um if i'm if i'm to sort of give my opinion that woman in that time having been raped will not be will most likely not be able to find a husband outside of that guy like mm. in in israel in old israel ancient hebrew times that woman won't be able to find a husband outside of that guy so that woman is now going to only be living with her father in her father's house when the father dies that woman won't have any inheritance mm. um depending if on which side problems. of yeah 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 um if she has brothers, um, and also even if she doesn't, depending on which side she is of Moses, she may she may lose all inheritance completely. Mm. Um, she won't have the you know she 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 will lose her father's home because basically once her, her dad dies, she's not getting that. It will go to whoever, mm. um, and so she'll be she'll be left out. And and it's not like that was an industrial age where you can just go and work. You know, there's very. Yeah they were nomadic people so there's very um restrictive opportunities uh, there's, a, there's a restriction on opportunities that you have for employment you're either going to be a shrine prostitute or you know you're going to go and be a servant somewhere who knows what kind of thing you get and also having been raped you probably be ostracized as well by mm. society and so i think that in the old testament god giving that rule specifically to the jews was actually to cater to their depravity mm. and to make provision for someone who has been traumatized as you have said such that after that at least they have a home or they'll yeah. have a home they have a position as a wife you know and you know if the man was willing to rape you you know what kind of husband will he be yes but at least by law he has to take care of you he has to provide for you um mm. And so I think it was a, it was a, it was sort of a compromise. It was sort of a, com, um, a not compensation, but it was compensating for the depravity of the people at the time yeah. in the condition in which they were. In the New Testament, is that what you should do? No, because we're in a completely different age where women, my wife, earns much more than I do. Um, because you know you can do that and so I don't think that provision applies to us as we are now mm. if someone rapes you report them hey. if you know me let me know I will find um, them um, and make sure he doesn't do that again <laughs> so yeah that's that's sort of my take on it All right. Um, I think two things that come to mind is one, we need to remember that we're looking at the Old Testament through our 2021 lens. Mm. And, and so things that may look mad to us, for them, it was just um, not casual, but it, it, it was what it was. Mm. And like, I, think of, I, I think of the story of, I think Absolutely. it was Solomon's son, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. Who, raped, who raped his sister. And you would think that having been raped, she would want nothing to do with him, but she was saying... It was oh, David's son. Absalom was David's son or Solomon's brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
and then she and she, and he was, and she was like, "Marry me." It wasn't and Absalom. Absalom killed killed the guy who raped his sister. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was someone. It, it was someone. Yeah, it, was, it was one of <laughs> David's brothers. One of David's sons. And yeah. Absalom. It was, oh, was um, well, Absalom's little brother, little sister, who got raped, and yeah. Absalom took her yeah. in and killed um, the brother that raped his sister. Yeah, he acted like he was sick, and he wanted her to yeah. cook food for him. But actually, even probably another, a more. Probably a lighter, not a lighter, it's, it's rape, it's never light, but probably a more, um, ple- no, I can't say pleasant, a less grievous. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, example would be uh, the rapist of Dinah, um, yeah, yeah. who Joseph's really wanted to daughter. marry her. Yeah. yeah, he really wanted to marry her to the extent where him and his whole community got circumcised. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> And then Judah and then got and, slaughtered. Was it Judah and Simeon? Uh, no, 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 it wasn't Simeon. It was uh, no, it wasn't Judah. It was uh, the the two. So after Reuben, it was Simeon and the other one. So after Reuben, it was the two after them, after mm. the oldest that went and then yeah, <laughs> slaughtered them. Slaughtered them whilst they were in pain. And then took their girls, you know, <laughs> fam. You took you slaughtered and then took nah. whilst they were in pain. <laughs> That is such a move. It's yeah. such a tactic. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's, so so so, rape wasn't seen the same way it's seen now. Even though it was still, still heinous, yeah. like the, the the way that she, I mean, David's sister or David's daughter reacted to it was very different to how a woman would react today. Yeah, mm. and I think yeah, and I think we just need to give space for, you know. Those were different times. They had different practices. Mm. Yeah, you know, like you know, like people back then got stoned. That like you couldn't mm. stone a person because because they could have committed adultery today. Mm. But 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 then that doesn't make our ways any much any better than their ways. It's just that mm. that, that that was their time. This is our time. Then if you commit adultery, you just apologize for not obeying COVID rules. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't social distancing. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, I like, I like. Yeah, have you got more? Um, no, I, I, I think I was it. Yeah, so just remember that we're looking at it at a, a different lens. Customs were different, mm. um, and who are we to say that think that always are better than? That <laughs> was facts. These times we have people who are getting married to trees and <laughs> marrying themselves. Mm. Do you know what? No, I, I like the answer because I hadn't considered context. Um, mm. I hadn't considered the provision for the culture and environment that they were in, and even thinking about like the socioeconomic status and position yeah. of women. Um, where if a woman was to was to get married, like part of the stipulation is if a woman is to get married and the husband um, cannot find proof of cannot her find proof of her virginity, like she is to be stoned at her father's door. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's very much for like for bringing shame within within the Israel camp sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that context like that is key. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Cool. Yeah, that was good. Well, that was fun. That was fun. That was good. That was good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have a little conversation then. I didn't want to talk about this last week, but we didn't really record last week. <laughs> Just gonna casually say without any remorse. No, because we're back, you know. 
we 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 we, we take away so that people they they want you more. Not like that. Yeah. I was like a deadbeat dad trying to be smart. <laughs> Fam, if... I'll send you Christmas presents, so when I finally do, you appreciate it more. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about Rihanna. Eh, eh. Look at you. Hey, that was audio description of our faces right now. Peter looks like he's he's smelling feces. <laughs> okay. No, so so I, I want to talk about Rihanna because last week Forbes officially declared that she's now a billionaire, which I thought was just so wavy. Through her Fenty makeup, through obviously doing music, uh, Fenty. But she ain't dropped nothing in a minute. She she don't have to. She doesn't. Fact. She, she doesn't. She doesn't. Her catalog speaks for itself. Yeah, and while and like I listened to like a guy talking about the, the whole her becoming a billionaire, and I I loved that she used her platform for being the superstar to launch this makeup and this lingerie stuff, which just skyrocketed all her money, and now she's worth like one point seven billion. It's just amazing. Mm. But I mean, I'm. So not 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 just her platform because I think, and I'm gonna sound like I support it in some way, but um, her, she was also very considerate of the demographics. So not only did she make makeup for the usual sort of sus- suspects, the the white or fair skinned or whatever, she made um, makeup for the darker skinned ladies as yeah. well, which is a whole other side of the market that I think yeah. hadn't been tapped yeah. properly, and so. Yeah. Because and she of did that it as well. well. Yeah. She did it well. She did it well. And yeah, even, so the, I just... even the Fenty line was even catering to like curvaceous bodies and stuff. And yeah. again, yeah. market and did yeah. it well. Much more considerate of the, the yeah. wider population. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so for me personally, I just wanted to like applaud Rihanna and say, you, you did good girl. Because I like, usually, when people think about women slaying, you think about the Oprah's, think about the Beyonce's, but nobody talks about Rihanna like that. But, but she's got more money than, than Beyonce now. Has she? Yeah, Beyonce hasn't got that much money, you know. Well, I said, I, guess... I said, I, I said, no, but it's actually like... worth like 400 billion. <laughs> I mean, when she, like that Jay Z money, she's set. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not the same. Like, I mean, regardless, I don't think there's, once he hits a million, I don't think there's, Really, any necessary comp- competition? hundred million. Until you're chasing billions. Until you're chasing billions as well. Because it, it's it's one of them ones where your lifestyle, nah, for the most part, your lifestyle um, fluctuates to to reflect your wallet. Well, I, I think I guess, it depends on, I, I, and I think it depends on who you're around as well. Yeah, but I I, the, I think what whatever Rihanna's going to do and Beyonce like. I don't think there's going to be that much difference, if that makes mm. sense, between what Rihanna's going to do and what Beyonce is going to do. Like, they're yeah, but, all going to be eating gold and buying yachts and all of this stuff. Like, what's yeah. really the difference? Yeah, but now Beyonce, I mean, Rihanna can do a lot more than 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 Beyonce can. But <laughs> I mean, you say can, but really, what are you going to do? Like, this is the thing. Once you hit a hundred bit million, I don't know. Really, what are you going to do? Like. Practically, what are you going to do? 
I mean, when you when you hit 100 million, you might be able to buy a country. When you hit a billion, you can buy 10 countries. And do what? Be the sovereign of 10 countries. I think at some point, at some point, even in wealth, at some point, it's just, it's not necessarily diminishing returns, but it's just... Pointless. Yeah, because it, it's just a number on a, on a you know, you're going to be on the Forbes list and that's it. Like... Don't say that's it, Peter. Don't say that's no, it, because no, no. it's not just that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. It, it does sound like I'm diminishing what it what it really is. But what I'm saying is, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce are going to go rent out the Louvre. If Rihanna wants to do that, she can. But it's like, I, I, what I'm saying is, at a certain level of wealth, there isn't really that much difference between... Because we're all human, and there's only so much you can do with money, if that makes mm. sense. But, I mean, I feel like... I feel like Jeff Jeff Bezos could probably buy the Louvre. I think I think I think I think probably what what I should rather be saying is I don't think there's any point in comparing those two if that makes sense because they're both highly highly like, successful. Yeah. yeah, and so I think more so it's you know I wouldn't dare compare myself to them. Yeah. <laughs> there's levels. There's levels. There's levels to this. Man, man, still scraping months. Yeah, and then them man are looking. Them man getting like in a day, what us man are mashing in a year. And they want to buy a house. They buy a house. Nah, so, when I want to buy a house, day. I've got twenty five years <laughs> at least. Not a day. In a minute, they probably want. No, no, <laughs> facts. Facts. Yeah. Like so. they, they don't need no mortgage. Nah, that was mortgage. So no, I think I think more so is what can we learn from them and and what can we take from what they've done and as you said you know leveraging her platform as a singer to do this and also I think like recognizing this huge gap in the market that for whatever reason no one else was tapping into and marketing and and also not just marketing but I think producing a quality product because from what I've heard Fenty is actually really good and not that I use it but Sarah does. I would be what I would be concerned if you use Yeah, no, my little sister does and and she she sings their praises and she's well versed in all of this. So they produce a good product to a a welcoming market and yeah, no, I think I think she's she she very much deserves everything yeah. she's got. Yeah. And I th- I think as well the one thing that really works well in Rihanna's favor is some people see a gap in the market, but they are they are removed from the service users. Yeah, like kind of. <laughs> but she was very much a part of the community that she was making mm. this for, um, and so she would legit like wear her stuff, and so and it's not just for like show and stuff, but it's like yo, like I'm trying to cater to to stuff that I would have wanted and like the quality that I would have liked and stuff, and and it may seem trivial to some, but these things actually show if you're doing something just for the, just for the money, or if you're doing it because like there's, there's a genuine heart for it and you're plugging mm. a need that you felt there's, there's a difference in the way you do it. Um, mm. As Sam Sinek always says, like the why will definitely shine through mm. in what you're doing. Mm. And also I think, cause Rihanna's interestingly enough, not someone that I've, I find it easy to hate on. Like I don't, I don't care for Beyonce, um, but Rihanna, I can't find any reason to not like her. Every time I do see her, like if she's in the movie or she's in this or that, she just comes across as a really nice person. So she is so wonderful. I remember when she first came out 
on the upon the replay days. Hey. And mm. and um what was she, that one? She was everyone's crush, wasn't she? She yes. she was she was. What was what's the other one? I don't wanna be unfaithful. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> look at look at everyone smiling. <laughs> I, I, right, right now I'm, I'm clocking Peter because I know Anita's in the room. <laughs> no, 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 because I can say this, but Rihanna actually seemed accessible. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. When I say accessible, like she didn't look overly like done up or something. Like Beyonce she looks, looks like, human. Uh, she looks, she looked human. She looked yeah. human. She looked like you know, like the nice girl in the class. If that makes sense, yeah. like, like you could. Be with someone like Rihanna, but Beyonce was always like <laughs> Beyonce. I think the one thing that I really like with Rihanna is, like, from what I understand, with her, like, one of the reasons she's not actually making music nowadays is that she's literally just going around and helping communities. Mm. Um, I, philanthropy, but there's. Like she's literally just going around and investing into different things. Yeah. And I was just like, yo. And she's doing it so silently. It's almost like yeah. I think it's I think it's Aston Kutcher mm. who has been silently campaigning against sex trafficking. Wow. Like consistently lobbying Congress and stuff like that, consistently mm. campaigning against it. And I'm like, I rate, I rate stuff like that. Yeah. It, it, it was also Aston Kutcher that says that. <laughs> He doesn't watch his children unless there's like actual like mess on them. Sorry. What was that? <laughs> he doesn't what? He doesn't, doesn't watch he... his kids unless there's like actual mess on them. An actual dirt on them. Him and me like this. So outrageous. Do you, do you know what? Yeah. And like I've I've come across I've come across some some like conversations and stuff. From in like with different races talking about their cleaning habits, and it's it's some of them, some of it has been very very concerning. Like some people don't wash their legs. Yeah, they don't, we, we, they don't that, use, that was viral at one point, wasn't it? They don't use they don't wash their legs. Like oh, when I rinse, the soap is gonna touch there, so the, the soap. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, so when you go when you go to the gym and well, you see people. Like, not everyone sweats maybe as much as I do, but people, you go to the gym, you see people work out, they sweat, mm. and then they go and change into work clothes. Fam. <laughs> Fam. And you're in there, you've just come out of the shower, you see them come after their training, take their bag, change into child slacks and, and a shirt, and then they're off to work. Just like that. Maybe spray okay. tutu cologne, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, spray a lot of, a lot of links. Fam. And the wickedest thing is, yeah, we're not saying we're not saying anything, but we're saying everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wickedest thing. We're not saying anything, but we're saying everything. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, so, some of them people. talk about they only bath their kids like um once a week or something. I'm like, what? And some of them say, oh, my, my child swims and that's that's like a bath. I'm like, what? So you're going to let chlorine do the cleansing? The cleansing. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Kind of stressful. I need to wash that chlorine off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go back to Rihanna. Cool, back to Rihanna. Um, so just, actually, going oh, back to something. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. Yeah, she's facts. dope. She's actually, she's actually wavy. Yeah. Is it? 
Isn't she going out with, with a billionaire at the minute? Don't know, don't care. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Also, just to say that, like, another important thing to how she became a billionaire is making, is making sure she linked up with the right people and having the right business partners. Mm. I don't think that gets talked about enough. Like, mm. no one gets to become a millionaire or a billionaire by themselves. You need to make sure you have a good, good team um, and good partners um, around you. No one gets to be successful in general, period. Yeah. without being with the right people we wouldn't have a podcast on 270 episodes without this specific group of people so hey there you go that's right yeah but yeah it's been so, fun doing this with you guys i have to admit it has it has it's been educative as well mm. like we've all grown robert the yeah. most <laughs> i do miss doing it in person though yeah we need to bring that back at some point. I, me- I remember the Papa John's before the episodes. Fam, that was so unhealthy. Fam, <laughs> like, I remember I remember looking at their account and saying, yeah, we can't do this no more. <laughs> <laughs> but fam, if I was sitting on a mill, if I was sitting on a bill, like, hey, Papa John, I own Papa John's. How about that? There you go. But yeah. So I wanted to ask, so, um, what amount of money... Would you guys be content if you if you're making every year? Hmm. So I, I can't think of. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nah, um. So I I have always and this this like I've I've regretted this prayer sometimes. Um, but it's still a prayer that I'm happy with, and it's it's in Proverbs thirty where it speaks about um give don't me give, as much as i need yeah give me as much as i need don't give me too yeah. much that i forget you and don't give me too little that i still when dishonor you but always give me as much as i need yeah. um and and so when, when it comes to when it comes to money i have I've, thankfully i've moved into a space of seeing money just as a tool and i'm like as as for as long as like what needs to be covered is covered and we're able to like sit comfortably then that's cool um whatever whatever else is there gets saved for a rainy day or whatever um and so how much i would like uh, and be content with um it would be just having as much as as much as we need um to be able to live a life that is relatively comfortable um but thankfully we have as a family we have been in positions where we we haven't had but like god has provided and we have still been able to live comfortably so yeah it's yeah it's a weird one i I wouldn't know how to answer it and it's not because i'm trying to be like some pauline sort of guy or whatever but i'm just like i genuinely just don't know how to answer that one for me i can't give a specific amount but enough to buy two homes so i can two buy homes? two homes outright because i can live in one and make off money make money off the other okay and then so why not three homes then why not three homes then i'm saying the minimum like the minimum i'd need because if we're saying if we're saying maximum then give me a money printing machine i don't need anything else but if 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 we're saying minimum that like i can have and then i'm good enough to buy a house outright or buy two houses outright live in one make money off the other and then you know 
it also depends on where are you going to buy these houses wherever i want to live mm. and then be able to buy one and then buy the next one the, the one next door outright and then make money off the one next door and live in my one because at that point if remember i'm saying you buying it outright not mortgage yeah. yeah i'm buying it outright so the only cost i have in our cost of maintenance which would be covered by the rent yeah so that that's sort of the minimum i think if we're saying maximum like i said buy me a, a mint you know we can make the money and just make it as we need it but minimum <laughs> and, and again you know that's that's me being you know let's be dreaming I, I don't think that's necessary for happiness i'm happy as we are you know mm. but if uh if, if you're asking me minimum, with your 10 megabytes of megabytes of date, um wi-fi yeah so i'd buy a house where i can get you know 10 gig, gigabits gigabit. down yeah 10, 10 gigabit down 10 gigabit up <laughs> i'm talking elon musk starlink you know i'm talking fiber to my house not to anything to my house <laughs> Um, <laughs> directly, yeah. I think I think Robert wasn't yours like three mil. Nah, why has it gone up? I think on the lower end, I think I'd be happy with 120,000 a year. Okay, 120,000 a year, yeah. That's quite a specific number. Hmm. How did yeah, you yeah. calculate that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'd be interested to know. A hundred thousand was just too round of a number, so I thought let me bump up. <laughs> so scientific. Yeah, and upper limit, I'd want to be a millionaire. But but no, I, I, no hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on, I'd want to be a multi-millionaire. And it, I, I thought about this, you know, like if I became a multi-millionaire, I'm buying a few guys a house outright. Say so, here, you can have it. You can have it. I want to buy gang, everyone gang, in the house. Gang, 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 gang. I'm, I'm, I want. I, I, I'd like to be rich enough that everyone around me can can have wealth of their own, mm. and not have to worry about bills or anything. Yeah, but why stuff at multi millionaire then? If as your upper limit, why not multi billionaire? <laughs> okay, and I, I think I think the the challenge would also be the mindset, because if if the if you are just given the money without the wisdom to be able to to multiply that or to be able to let your money grow more money then fam you, you might as well keep your nine to five because yeah. eventually you're going to need it yeah and um, that's why i would buy them houses instead of giving money because at least then you've got some time to get some knowledge <laughs> yeah even if you're trying to sell the house that one takes time so at least you, you've got some time to at least think about what you're doing yeah so i think i think for me the money wouldn't necessarily be that important like yes i would want to be able to like buy a house outright um buy a seven seater a good seven seater um what's up for no seven seater tesla Tesla model why like at seven seats. Do you know what? I've, I've been looking at Teslas, you know. I'm I'm liking Teslas. Um yeah, they've got quality control issues. It's it's so stressful. Oh, stress. Yeah. Um <laughs> a, a seven seater car. Because the, the the family, the family is expanding. Uh well, I say expanding loosely. Um I was gonna say you're making announcements yeah, nah, on the podcast. <laughs> nah, I say expanding loosely. Like we're not we're not expecting. But um like when all of the kids are in the car. 
the car is like heaving. So a seven seater where everyone can sit comfortably and we can still have like boot space and stuff. Test them on the wire. You have boot space, you have front boot space. Yeah, good. Flipping out. Um, but I think <laughs> I think for me the most important thing would be um a system which makes money by itself. Yeah, buy a house and rent it out. So I, I think I think with buying a house and renting it out that almost becomes a job yeah. D- depending on which tenants you have in it yeah depending on tenants and stuff yeah. um if you get bad tenants and you like to, you need to kick your victim and blah 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 it becomes yeah. it becomes yeah, a whole, whole load of madness yeah. and that's why even with like the creativity and like just creating stuff and be almost like in taking pictures and then selling prints of those pictures that almost becomes like a side hustle in and of itself and blah 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 um and even just like the financial literacy to be able to know how to invest, when to invest, mm-hmm. what to look at, stuff like that. Um, how to use your money, like the loopholes, tax avoidance, all of them things there. Oh, I swear, so man can buy a house and then claim tax on that house back. Like, yes, like all of them stuff there, like the financial literacy to be able to do all of these things. Yeah. Um, and then allow your money to make more money. I think for mm. me, that's the position I'd like to be in. So whether I have a lot or a little, I know how to flip that to keep it going. Mm. Mm. So yeah, the the money itself, I'm like, is inconsequential. And plus, with <laughs> with my wife, um, I know that regardless of how much money we make, like she is going to be giving away quite a lot of it. Mm. And so just just by virtue of how given she is, and whenever she sees a need, if she's able to plug it, she will. Um, mm. Just by, by virtue of that, even if we were millionaires, for the most part, I may not see it. I, I won't see a portion of that money mm. because it's going to be given away. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the 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 amount itself is not that important for me, but the the financial literacy and the ability to be able to allow my money to make more money, or to have um, not passive but like means of income, which is almost byproducts of what I am doing, um, is is what is where my my head is at. Okay. Yeah, for me, if if we're dreaming, I just want to uh, I only be able to give, but mm. still or but still have nine digits to my name. Yeah. Mm. And it, it's weird because it's like whereas gems is like, if I've got 10 pounds and you need five, I'll give you five. If I if I can afford to give you the five, I'll give you the five. My mindset is that yeah, I've only got 10 pounds, you ain't getting five. This <laughs> <laughs> is fact, you're not getting five. Like I got a family, I like yeah, I'm 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 stacking this. But if I'm sitting, I would like to I would like to assume if I'm sitting on a hundred thousand, and you needed some money, I'd be like, oh, it's like I'm sitting quite nice right now. Obviously, I could I could flip it to get more. I'm sitting quite nice. You you can hold you can hold a couple grand. Um, I would like to think that anyway. So I might get them. Be like, no, I'm trying to flip this to get a mill. Um, <laughs> You never know. But Gems, Gems would be very happy to be like, oh, yeah, this is more than enough for me. So if you need 10 grand, like, here, hold it. Mm. Um, and she gives without expecting anything back. 
Me? Fam, you guys pay me my money. <laughs> Run up on No, I'm joking. Um, or maybe I'm not. But um, yeah, and so I, I just know that I would like to give, but I'm almost seeing I want to secure. And I, I think I'm waffling. I'm, I'm talking a lot right now. I'm going to try and rein it in. But I think it's because I view my responsibility towards my family, like the weight of my responsibility towards my family weighs like it's heavy on me. Where I'm like, as the head, I need to ensure that I am doing all that I can do to make sure that my family are good. And for me, part of that is is a financial stability. That, all right, cool, like this just broke within the house. We don't need to worry about that. We've got it covered. Like yeah. the car just did this call. We've got that covered. Um, it doesn't mean that we, we need to live for the next month on corned beef and rice. No. Like we've got it covered. Um, and that's the position that I want to put my family in. And so that's where my attention is, making sure that the family is set. We've got things in place, like wealth is being generated. And then I'm like, right, cool. How can I serve those around me as well now? So that's that's where my mindset is at. So what do you say to those people that say, where's your faith in God to, to, to provide you with all these things? What, what I'll say is God has called me to be a steward as much as he's, he's called me to, uh, to trust in him and stuff like that, there's, there's a reality of stewardship where when the parable of Jesus giving his servants different talents and leaving and coming back, um, the, this, this, like the job, the position, everything was given to me by God. And the, the task now is how do I use this? My first ministry is my family. I can't let my family go without um, to serve someone unless I feel like God is calling me to do this and then there'll be a sense of right I'm going to trust in God that God's going to provide um, otherwise I'll be like it would be it would be neglectful for me to, to not serve my family because that is my first ministry I think Peter was going to say something that might contradict what I just said no 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 no, no. I, I was going to say we are talking about dreaming about 10 billion so I don't know where that question comes from but yeah there you go <laughs> No, no, but even with the time when you start, you still need to trust in God because, like, you know, if you look at Job, he had it one day, the next day it was gone. Um, and that's 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 one of the reasons why I really don't... I, I don't want to almost know how much money I have. <laughs> and it's, it's weird. So even on my banking apps, for some of my accounts, I've, I've like, turned off the balance display. So all I know is what's in the spending and what's in the what's in the bills account and what's in the spending account. That's all I know. All, all the rest I don't. I can't lie. Most people be living like that. Most people be living don't know what's in the bank account. just way to live. And then every time they use the card, it's just hoping to pray. Just. So yeah, it's like I'm I'm stacking, I'm saving, I'm pushing the things into different spaces, but I'm trying to not let that become my my safety net. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually want to see it. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna be faithful with these things. I'm gonna follow the the like things that I feel like God has given to me to do, but I don't want to be opening their uh, their account every week and be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm sitting on. But no, it's like, all right, cool. Are our bills covered? Yes. Do we have enough to buy food and stuff? Yes. All the rest is where it is. 
Um, what do you guys do to to make yourself be as financially literate as possible? I talk about it. Talk about it with people who are more financially yeah. literate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, because I had to turn thingy into a legitimate business let's <laughs> say legitimate business because i had to do a sole trader thing for the podcasting business got in touch with like an accountant and as soon as i did started just asking him questions about like you know everything they can do and luckily been exposed to people a bit been been around people that have the knowledge and so yeah you, know, you, you find yourself in conversations about trading about stocks and shares mm. and and stuff and and just listening asking questions i also find myself looking at youtube a lot for uh, people who you know have have done stuff interviews with like billionaires and them talking about how they make the money and and stuff like that so those those are those are my things it's just talking about it what's the question again how do you Um, make yourself financially literate yeah um exactly what peter was saying um that there was a book that I read um, that I would highly recommend. Don't say Rich Dad Poor Dad. No, not, so I was actually going to read that. <laughs> I was going to read that, but... Um, it's a good a, book, it, don't get it me is, wrong. It is it's a good just, book. It it's the number book. one book everyone mentions. Um, but in a, recent, in a recent conversation, I think it was like last month, um, my perspective of that book was really challenged from a faith perspective. And not necessarily saying that there was any, there's anything wrong with the book or anything like that, but just almost but saying um, the way that I feel called to lead, to live my life and the things that I feel called to do don't quite align with the ethos and the mindset within that book. Um, and that's, that's just me personally. Um, I would recommend it to other people, but for me personally, I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. Um, but the book that I did read that really um, impacted me was, uh, I think it was um, Seven Habits to Financial Freedom or Seven Steps to Financial Freedom. Uh, Dave Ramsey? Dave Dave Ramsey, Ramsey. yeah. Yeah. Dave Ramsey. Um, It was very clear, like clear seven steps, which I am am actually following. Um, And that, like reading that book was a real blessing um he's a christian they're based on christian principles um and it was a real blessing and it's it's actually helped put it's helped me put my family in a really good financial place where so i feel compelled to say just because someone might go and look for it and see something i do know that they hit that 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 ministry hit a few a few bumps in the road recently Mm. Okay. Um, on a ministry level, mm. um, but again, that doesn't take away from the wisdom that yeah. is, you know, in in those books and and in his uh, in his talks and stuff. Yeah. But just in case someone goes to look, they recently have had some issues, oh, but it doesn't ta- it doesn't take away from. Oh, all of I'll that, be yeah. looking into that myself. And I think yeah. um, the one the one cautionary thing that I would give, especially to Christians, um, is making sure that whatever advice you take on your road to uh, financial freedom or financial financial literacy aligns with your convictions Mm. um some people are very ruthless in their pursuit of of money um and the principles that they present 
are very much along those lines. It's very ruthless. It's mm-hmm. it's literally just like capitalism and just um, looking out for yourself essentially, and mm-hmm. seeing other people as like stepping stones. I don't I don't necessarily believe that that meshes with the gospel, um, and the gospel is very much like around the community and stuff. And so doing things in a way that engages who God has made you what he has given you and also draws other people in so it isn't just you benefiting um but the community is eating with you which may which may mean that your your road to riches may be a bit slower but i do believe it'll be a lot more fulfilling um so yeah even as you navigate that never lose sight of your convictions and any faith allow your pursuit of financial freedom and financial literacy to be um, to be shaped by by what you what, how the God that you know essentially. Mm. Come on, wonderful. You know, I feel like we're not going to round up because we've been talking for a while. Yeah, you can't see how long the recording's going on here. So it's like, yeah, you can't. If you don't take note of the initial call start, <laughs> we could go on. Cool hookups. Yeah, cool. Can I go first? Yes, you can. So my hookup is fairly random. Um, again, nowadays I don't I haven't been able to make time for like proper series and stuff, so I've just been watching like highlights and clips on YouTube. But I found uh, Rob and Ramesh versus. Uh, the two like British comedians I think they've got a TV show on Sky but I've just been watching the clips in it, um, and they are hilarious <laughs> they're both two uh, two British comedians and I think they just do stuff so they do it's Robin Roman's versus so they've especially with the Olympics they've been doing lots of Olympic sort of style challenges um, and it's just yeah it's exceedingly funny um, so yeah ch- check them out Robin Romans versus on uh, on YouTube, I can only say because I don't watch the actual series. <laughs> cool. Uh, my hookup is an interview um, between Khabib. I, I can't say his last name. What's his last name? Magomedov. Peter said Khabib Magomedov. Yeah. Um, so he did the interview. He did the interview Mike with Mike Hot Tyson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a podcast, yeah. hot boxer in my it's, Yeah, yes, yeah. It's really good, but that interview was it was so brilliant to listen to. Yeah. Like he is just such a warrior. Yeah. And, and I think my favorite thing that he said was what did he say? He was talking about like fighting Conor McGregor, and he was saying how Conor McGregor shouldn't have tapped out. Like he brought all these people here to come and see him. He said everything he said. He should have like gone to sleep rather than than tap out. Not even go to sleep. He he was like, it wasn't enough. Like for all the things he said, for all the things he mm. did, that beating wasn't enough. And he's saying it, and you can feel him like, oh, he, it was almost like. And his English is like somewhat limited, obviously, um, because he's not American or anything. But he he was saying it. And if you watch the fight and you watch the aftermath of the fight, you can really see because he fought him, and it was just like, it was like for all the nonsense and the, the trash talking and the insults and everything it just wasn't enough of a release so even after yeah. the fight he got into another melee um with you know it was a whole thing but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it a good yeah. interview that's a good yeah. one. I'm and surprised I you watched that actually Robert oh I, I don't know I don't know you know yeah I love 
Khabib's like humility and how like calm he is as a person. And but then like watching the interview, I loved that like dynamic of being so humble yet being so confident in himself and his abilities. Mm-hmm. And but not in like an arrogant way. It was just like a matter of fact, I am the best. I thought I was thought I was the best. I was for that. Yes, I can beat everyone. And just, just because that's, that's how it is. <laughs> the scary thing with Khabib was you knew what his game plan was. Like there was no, there was no subtlety. There was no uniqueness. There was nothing new. He was going to walk you down, take you down and smash you. <laughs> he smashed everyone. <laughs> and everyone knows that's what he's going to do. Like that's what he's going to do. But then he just kept doing it and they couldn't stop him. It was just 29 and 0. Literally never took a loss. Some will argue never lost a round. It's crazy. Yeah. And just to say, I've never actually watched him fight. I've never, <laughs> I just thought he, he was a, a oh. sick person. Yeah. But, but I might go, his, go over his fight repertoire and just watch his 29 victories. It's the same thing every single time. You watch one, you watch them all. <laughs> but he's just that good. He's ridiculously strong and good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, think, I think mine is a playlist on Spotify. Um, Naruto opening and endings original soundtracks. Yo, okay. Um, so yeah, for all the, all the Naruto fans, there's like there's quite it's eight hours long. It's just under nine hours long. Beautiful. And it's got all. Uh, I'm I'm assuming. Um, all of the Naruto opening and closing ending um, soundtracks and it's I searched for this so my wife took me on a date to um, a quartet string quartet yeah. string quartet that played um, anime um, theme songs it's dope uh, I think I think his name was like Candlelight if they're still about I'd, I'd recommend that as well and as we left I was like yo like the songs were just taking me down memory lane i searched on spotify this came up so i was like yeah 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 let's start listening to this so that's the hookup i've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks oh all right thank you guys once again for coming back and podcasting hope you guys enjoy listening to us it's a good episode i like that episode it was a jolly good one it was a jolly good one shout out to rihanna we love you still we love you always um, anyway, outro thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rude for the intro outro music. Kevin Turner for the Audrey Amazing logo. Find us on Twitter at, at the Furnace UK. Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash to Blacks Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps to Blacks as Furnace with apostrophe. And that's it. Sweet. This is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah.